0: Please join in hymn number 165, Be Still for the Presence of the Lord.
1: Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome again to our vigil celebration of Mass. Today in the Gospel reading and in the other readings of Mass, the way of humility is set before us as the way that we should walk. As we begin our Mass then for the times perhaps in which we have chosen other ways and other paths in life, we once again ask to be forgiven. Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy.
0: Lord, have mercy. <coughs> <coughs> Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you. We bless you. We adore you. We glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King,
1: God of might, giver of every good gift, pour into our hearts the love of your name, so that by deepening our sense of reverence, you may nurture in us what is good, and by your watchful care, keep safe what you have nurtured. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen.
2: A reading from the book of Ecclesiasticus. My son, be gentle in carrying out your business, and you will be better loved than a lavish giver. The greater you are, the more you should behave humbly, and then you will find favor with the Lord. For great though the power of the Lord is, he accepts the homage of the humble, There is no cure for the proud man's malady, since an evil growth has taken root in him. The heart of a sensible man will reflect on parables, an attentive ear is the sage's dream. The Word of the Lord.
0: Praise the Lord who lifts up the poor, praise the Lord who lifts up the poor, the just shall rejoice at the presence of God.
2: To the Hebrews. What you have come to is nothing known to the senses, not a blazing fire, or a gloom turning to total darkness, or a storm, or trumpeting thunder, or the great voice speaking which made everyone that heard it beg that no more should be said to them. But what you have come to is Mount Zion. And the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, where the millions of angels have gathered for the festival, with the whole church in which everyone is a firstborn son and a citizen of heaven. You have come to God himself, the supreme judge, and been placed with spirits of the saints who have been made perfect, and to Jesus the mediator who brings a new covenant. The word of the Lord.
1: With you, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. On a Sabbath day, Jesus had gone for a meal to the house of one of the leading Pharisees, and they watched him closely. He then told the guests a parable because he had noticed how they picked the places of honour. And he said this When someone invites you to a wedding feast, Do not take your seat at the place of honour. A more distinguished person than you may have been invited, and the person who invited you both may come and say, give up this place to this person. And then, to your embarrassment, you would have to go and take the lowest place. No. When you are a guest, make your way to the lowest place and sit there, so that when your host comes, he may say, my friend, move up higher. In that way, everyone with you at table will see you honoured. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. And then he said to his host, When you give a lunch or a dinner, do not ask your friends, brothers, relations, or rich neighbours, for fear that they should repay your courtesy by inviting you in return. No, when you have a party, invite the poor, the crippled, The lame, the blind. That they cannot pay you back means you are fortunate because repayment will be made to you when the virtuous rise again. The Gospel of the Lord. I think I have mentioned to you before. When I was first ordained, when invited to the wedding reception after the nuptial mass, I remember often being sat in between the bride and the groom. I always felt more than a bit awkward at this. I never really knew why that was. Was it a place of honour, or was I the most trusted person in the hall to keep them apart? Was there a thought that even though they were married, somehow they shouldn't be sitting together. I always felt a bit uncomfortable at this. Often I was younger than they were and certainly knew nothing at all uh, compared to them. And here was I at the centre of the table. I recall mentioning to you that as time has passed by, instead of finding myself at the centre of the table these days, I've gradually dropped down the table and often I'm in the position of being at the very end, just getting onto the table and no more. In recent times, uh, I've not even got to sit in the main table uh, and, the end, sitting up with the other guests. I don't tell this in order to complain about my fate because, in actual fact, it makes me smile. Maybe it's a sign of the dropping importance of the priest himself. Once you are at the centre of the table... Nowadays, you're lucky to get onto the table. If there was ever an example, a lesson in humility, then maybe it's there. You're meant not to be the centre, of course, but at the end of the table. And maybe the priest himself is maybe not supposed to take the place of honour, but a place of humility. That passage in the Gospel uh, echoes that message. When you come into the room, don't take your place, don't take the place of honour. Someone more important will come in and you will be sent down to the lower place. It sounds a wee bit like a a lesson in table manners, a guide on what to do and what not to do. But in actual fact, it turns out to be a lesson in life. Don't look to exalt yourself. Find a humble way of doing things. Do things humbly. Find a humble path in life. Don't seek out the best seats, the places of honour. Follow a humble way of life. I notice, and maybe you've noticed this too, that Pope Francis is very good at this. On the day in which he was elected, for instance, he insisted on in returning to the hotel where he was staying before the conclave to pay his own hotel bill. He leaves the Vatican often himself to go and change his glasses. When boarding a plane, He very often carries his own bag. Instead of travelling in a big car, he travels in a small car. Instead of getting in the back as is normal, he gets in the front with the driver. Instead of wearing elaborate vestments, he wears simple vestments. Instead of staying in the apostolic palace, as popes have done in the past, he instead stays in a residence with two rooms with visitors to the Vatican. He goes out to visit the sick and elderly and the poorest, uh, and of course he puts them very often in the front of the crowds and makes every attempt to visit them personally. Every few weeks he leaves the Vatican and (coughs) visits people unexpectedly, prisoners, sick children, old people in homes, camps camps for travelling people. He hosts dinners for the poor and the homeless, if they are in the city of Rome. He puts in showers and medical facilities in the buildings of the Vatican so that the poor of the city can come and wash and be looked after. There's something in that, not there? Something in what he himself is doing. We ourselves could wish to be the same. Not to wish to be an important person. Not to be filled with self-importance in our life to seek rather to serve rather than to dominate. It's a message that all of us can take in for ourselves. But there's another voice, isn't it, that we very often hear in our own heads, that desire to assert ourselves, that desire to get our own way, that desire to be in charge, that desire to tell people what we think, that desire to drive the car to lead. Not quite a humble voice, but an assertive voice that goes on all the time in our head. We want to have the best seats. We want to have the most exalted seats. We want to have that place of honour. How then can we silence that voice? How can we train ourselves to do things differently? Often life is a way of training us to see things differently and to do things differently. You can live in a different way, You can live in a path that doesn't lead to selfishness, self-destruction, and kind of just self-assertiveness. Life trains you to do things differently. God has got a way of showing us, doesn't he, of walking in that humble path. God's got a way of showing us in our own life to do things differently. A way that very often saves us from ourselves. who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. The Lord's ways are justice and light. Let us renew then our desire to live in this way.
2: For good government that leads wisely and serves humbly. Lord, hear us.
1: Lord, gracious hear us.
2: That we may take a humble path in life that is selfless and empty of vanity. Lord, hear us. Lord, gracious hear us. For families in financial difficulty and who are finding it difficult to make ends meet, That we may be attentive to the needs of others around us. Lord, hear us. us. For a spirit of gratitude among us for the many things that others do to help us in life. Lord, hear Lord hear us. For those who work in scientific fields and who help us to understand better the world in which we live. Lord hear us us. for all who have died Margaret Murner, Robert O'Farrell and Phyllis Caldwell, and all those we are asked to remember. Lord, Lord hear us.
1: Almighty God, you are the way, the truth and the life. Help us to live in your justice and in your light, and help us to follow in the path that you lead us the way of humility. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.
0: turn hymn number 139 as bread my lord comes to me
1: that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May this sacred offering O Lord confer, and as always, the blessings of salvation, that what is celebrated in mystery, it may accomplish in its power. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. With Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Yes. It's truly right and just that we should give you thanks and praise, O God, Almighty Father, for all you do in this world through our Lord Jesus Christ. For though the human race is divided by dissension and discord, yet we know that by testing us, you change our hearts to prepare them for reconciliation. Even more by your Spirit, you move human hearts, that enemies may speak to each other again, adversaries join hands and people seek to meet together. By the working of your power it comes about, O Lord, that hatred is overcome by love, revenge gives way to forgiveness, and discord is changed to mutual respect. Therefore, as we give you ceaseless thanks, with the choirs of angels we cry out to you on earth, and without end we acclaim. Christ, your Son, who comes in your name. He himself is the word that brings salvation. He himself is the hand that extends to sinners the way by which your peace is offered to us. And when we ourselves had turned away from you on account of our sin, you brought us back to be reconciled, O Lord, so that converted at last to you we might love one another through your Son, whom for our sake you handed over to death. And now celebrating that reconciliation, Christ has brought us We entreat you to sanctify these gifts by the outpouring of your Spirit, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, whose command we fulfil when we celebrate these mysteries. For when about to give his life to set us free, as he reclined at supper, he himself took bread into his hands, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, on that same evening, he took the chalice of blessing in his hands, confessing your mercy, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, Representing therefore the memorial of the death and resurrection of your Son, who left us this pledge of his love, we offer you what you have bestowed on us, this perfect reconciliation. Holy Father, we hum- humbly beseech you to accept us also together with your Son, and in this saving banquet, graciously endow us with his very Spirit, who takes away everything that estranges us from one another. May he make your Church a sign of unity, an instrument of your peace among all people. And may he keep us in communion with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop and all the bishops and with the entire people. And just as you have gathered us now at the table of your Son, so also bring us together with the glorious Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with your blessed Apostles and all the Saints, with our brothers and sisters and those of every race and tongue who have died in your friendship. <coughs> bring us to share with them in the unending banquet of unity, in a new heaven, in a new earth, for the fullness of your peace will shine forth in Christ Jesus our Lord. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who will live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Let's offer one another a sign of peace. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy to that in my
0: Please join in hymn number 447 Lord Jesus Christ
1: Let us pray. Renewed by this bread from the heavenly table, we beseech you, Lord, that being the food of charity, it may confirm in our hearts and stir us up to serve you in our neighbour. We ask this to Christ our Lord. Amen. Just to remind you that the relics of St. Teresa of you are with us here in the diocese over these days and Uh, tonight there'll be a service and evening prayer uh, there if you'd like to go to it and also the national pilgrimage uh, tomorrow Um, also please uh, try to remember next week also there's a special missions appeal for the mill hill fathers and if you can try to be generous to that collection uh, on that day the lord be with you and may may almighty god bless you father son and holy spirit go forth the mass is ended
0: Please join in our final hymn, number 286, God Forgive My Sin.